Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Jordana. And I'm Aileen. And guys, we have a lot to cover today. Britney's got a book deal. And obviously, we have to talk about TV. Right? Of course. Although, admittedly, I haven't been watching a lot. I've been just like body deep in um, Yellowstone. (laughs) First, I think the whole audience is just dying to know, did you go for drinks last week? Yeah, we did go for drinks. We had a lot of fun. I drank too much. I drank too much. Yes. (laughs) And you know what? I had a great time. It's funny. I was like, I did the same thing with Sammy the week before. And I also had a great time. And (laughs) it's fun. I guess the moral of the story is that it's fun. It's like the idea, the, the fact that you're back socializing with your friends. There's nothing more fun than like getting dinner and drinks with a friend and drinking too much and having really fun conversations. There's really nothing more fun. That's actually my favorite activity in life. And Agreed. Um, I I feel that it's it needs like a name because most people, you know, it's not really appreciated as a an art form that the art form that it is. It's a hobby. Like they should call it a hobby because that's like it's <laughs> I know. to me it's I mean I don't know if I need to, you need to get as drunk as I got on both of those Thursdays. Okay. You're uh, true, <laughs> but but that's not the point. It's the activity, right. and and you only we only I think got so drunk is because we were enjoying each other. We wanted to stay. We wanted to stay. If we didn't want to stay, we would leave. Totally. And now, Sammy, you and me need to have one. We now. need to do this. Yeah, I want to come. <laughs> then we can do a triple. We have to do you know all the preparing. <laughs> No, I agree. We should give it a name because it's really fun. It's also like fun to like when you have like sometimes when you drink too much around like a large group, you have like a panic anxiety the next day over like what you might have said. Yeah. And with your with one friend, it just kind of like I feel like makes you just like a little more. It's a safe place. Yeah, it's a safe place. It feels like good. Right. Also, you only have to worry about asking like that one person, you know. (laughs) Right. If you want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a good feeling like when you want to stay, not, you're not like running home like, oh, I need mm-hmm. to get home to this, whatever. You're just like, right. oh, yeah, let's get another martini. <laughs> yes. Right. You have nowhere to be. Should we ask the audience what they think we should call it? Yeah. I Toud. Drink drinking. <laughs> Toud. Yeah. It's just a catch up. But no, but it's, it's more like, than that. That's not, like, that's not a hobby. Like no one, no one's like, so what's your hobby? Catching up. Right. Catching up with friends. <laughs> Catching up on my correspondence. It's Blackout Wednesday. <laughs> Blackout Thursday. Okay, we'll we'll um, think about it. We'll think about it. But okay. um I did go to yoga after after all that. Oh. Um it was it was yoga. It was good. It wasn't whatever we're calling the other activity. <laughs> but um it was fine. But yoga yoga at least one could call a hobby you know, to brag about that. You could put that on your resume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also had to send Sammy an apology midweek for um, laughing about the fact that, you know, 
everyone in California is microdosing chocolate and shrimps because I heard separately someone else tell me like, oh, I, I, I was out and, you know, this person brought out like these brought out shrooms. I'm like, oh, really? Like what kind? They're like, like little chocolates. I was like, shut the fuck up. Um, And, and I was like, oh, okay. I, I stand corrected. Must tell Sammy. I own it, Lisa Renna. I think Shannon Bedore might have also done something potentially. Like, like didn't didn't um, what's her face Heather Dubrow give her give her something? But wasn't what? that just an edible? I don't. Know. I don't know. Was it just chat. an edible, or was it was it a small chocolate shroom as ever as they are in California? So it must be as mandatory. Everyone is taking. <laughs> Wait, it's not a chocolate shroom. It is chocolate that has like shroom. Is it Budget Crunch? No, it's literally chocolate. Shannon was definitely, have you been watching Real Housewives of Orange County? Shannon is definitely talking about, micro. she said something about micro dosing. Right, right. You don't, You that's definitely not an edible. I've been behind on a lot of Bravo shows except Summer House because I've been watching Yellowstone like, in, like a fiend. I'm like almost done. <laughs> Do you like a good Western? Just like generally speaking. Depends which one. What was that HBO show that was all about the West Westworld? Deadwood. Westworld. Oh, Westworld, but also Deadwood. I didn't like Westworld or Deadwood. I really liked the first season of Westworld. The next season got weird and I really wasn't into Aaron Paul. Whatever Aaron Paul was in, I was not into it. But I really liked the first season of it. But um, Deadwood, you didn't watch it. And a lot of people didn't. It was a long time ago. I think I tried to watch in the pandemic. I just loved how much they cursed. (laughs) <laughs> I think impromptu, because we were talking about HBO shows. If you had to rate the top three HBO shows of all time, what would they be? Sopranos, 100%. That's like given. Number one. Well, Sopranos might be the best show. Sopranos might be the best show of all time. Right. So like, it has to be on HBO. that Yeah. So it's list. number one by default. Succession. Okay, let's look up a list of HBO shows because Succession. I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Because there's... Um, Succession. I want to okay. I say that again? <laughs> okay. Do you, is that what you think? Zeline think the succession ranks? Um, I, okay. My <laughs> personal one would be Sopranos one, two. Six feet under. Six feet. I was th- I knew literally going to say six feet under, I think is number two. Yeah. Um, and number three might be more sex in the city for me. Sorry. The thing is the succession hasn't ended yet. All of these shows have ended. That's true. But even I think like, I just don't think it's going to make my top three. It's a good show. I like it. But it's not to me. It's not top three. I feel you. I think um, my top three, I I really want to put Succession in there. But I think it would have to be Sopranos, Curb and Sex and the City. Curb. Curb. Curb is number two for you? I kind of think Sex and the City has to be two. I want to put, I want to put Succession instead of Curb. But again, it hasn't finished yet. So, well, here's the thing with Curb. I feel like the best episode of Curb is like definitely top three. But there's a lot of like yeah. shitty episodes. Like there's a lot of episodes where I'm kind of like, that was a dud. Um, yeah. But the really but- good episodes are way better than your average show. But like the average Curb episode, I feel like is not top three. I don't think it should be on there because like every episode is the best thing you could watch. I just think Curb as a show is one of HBO's HBO's great because it puts unique stuff up. It will entertain interesting things and interesting formats. And I feel like Curb is like very emblematic of HBO. Whereas even Succession, you could see like a different platform trying to do Succession. I mean, you can't. 
<laughs> yeah, you can. No, they can't. Yeah, like, do you have a succession <laughs> tattoo? <laughs> Cousin have... Greg on your on your lower back. <laughs> oh, I just love it so much. Wait, my top. So three. Succession's definitely in your top three. All right. Yo, yeah, yeah. So Obviously, I can't. Yeah. Sopranos and Succession. I... <laughs> she just said it sixteen <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> succession and sopranos i think like are tied for me um sopranos wins because there's more episodes i've watched it a billion times whatever number three i guess is veep for me hands oh. down best number one veep comedy really good you can't do veep elsewhere and it's just so it was so good you know what you could do somewhere else gilded age you could do somewhere else totally definitely doesn't totally. have to be on hbo uh and or big little eyes in fact, I, I I think Big Little Big, Lies is weird for show HBO. Big Little Lies should be on Hulu, which I feel is like the Hufflepuff of streaming Toast. services. <laughs> <laughs> I could see. I feel like Big Little Lies is more of a Hulu show. I could see that. Yeah, but I think it's probably because I'm confusing it with like that other show, A Million Little Fires, or like something. Oh, you know the little one fires everywhere. Little, little fires, fires everywhere. everywhere. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sammy, didn't you also love the White Lotus? I was actually about to add, I want to put White Lotus in the top three, but I I don't know if it's, it's not important top three. enough. It's not top three. I, it's not top I mean, three. I don't know if it's important enough of a show. It's also only been one I'm season. I'm personally obsessed with it. Yeah. There's a lot of other shows that I loved, like How to Make It in America, The Comeback. That was such a good show with Lisa Kudrow. Girls oh, yeah. was like iconic for its time. Oh my god! Remember we used to watch Boardwalk Empire and order like wings. Oh, I <laughs> never liked year. that show. I think yeah, I was, it was like, hard to get through. Yeah, I don't. But it was still good. What was that other one? Bored to death. See, that I was about to say Sammy really smoke good. Like, bored like to death. I loved like Bored to show. death. It I was loved so Flight weird. of the Concords. That was like a weird show. The so night many. of remember that oh, was so that was good. good. A lot of people didn't like that show after the first episode, but I thought it was good. The I whole liked time. it. I loved that Silicon Valley. What about um the newsroom? Yes, oh, oh, Silicon Valley. New newsroom was good right in the beginning, but it so it kind of teetered off and made more sense for a Showtime show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it was good. It was like bad. It was bad. Good. It really doesn't make sense on HBO. Wait, You're right. The Wire. That is an iconic show. I didn't like The I Wire loved that much. The Wire. I, I only watched my one top season, three. Though. I couldn't get. I wasn't into oh. The Wire. No, The Wire is really, really all seasons except one of them. I didn't really love. I think notoriously people don't like that. The second one or the the second one or the third one. Maybe it was the second one because I didn't watch that. Yeah. Also, people love Oz, but I couldn't get through all the episodes that were like not fit for the new screen. It was like a square. <laughs> I have one more. I have one more. Oh, sorry. One more. Sorry. H. True Blood. Oh, True Blood is actually not that great of a show, but it was really I good I just, when it came out. I watched it on maternity leave. Rewatched the whole thing. When we were like 20, I feel like it was incredible. But now, like if you rewatch it, you're kind of like, this is sort of ridiculous. But it's also <laughs> extremely ridiculous. Very entertaining. I actually think some of the best stuff they do is like the uh, miniseries or the limited series. Mm-hmm. That's that's an underrated part that we haven't really addressed. Like even the, like the undoing was a was a limited series or a miniseries or whatever they call it, which was solid. Yeah, they do they do a limited series very well. They probably I'm assuming they should have kept White Lotus as a limited series, but I guess we'll see when they when we see season two. Is Mayor of Easttown coming back? I I would say no, right? I miss Kate. I don't know. In Philly. Maybe. Who knows? 
maybe <laughs> all I hear is Julia Fox. <laughs> that was really good. That was a really good impression. You must be, you've been practicing. I've been listening for so many. Maybe. If you guys have thoughts on if our rankings are, since they're all different, who do you agree with most with? Or if you think there's a totally new ranking that we all missed, DM us or email us or do one of those things. Um, but Sammy, why don't you tell the whole audience about your upcoming birthday party that you've, the big, <laughs> big three, three. Oh the my big gosh. One. <laughs> okay, I, you, do you like my invitation? I, yes. I, okay, good because I I purposely wanted it to like be mocking myself for having a birthday at at, at thirty three. Self aware birthday invitation. I love it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I I thought so. So um, we are having the party on April second. I'm very excited. Me too. I'll be fresh back from my honeymoon. So. Yeah, to go. yeah, it's gonna be too. so tan that, i yeah. didn't want to say that but it's been it's implied it'll uh, definitely be tanner than than i will be and wait this weekend we're gonna be together oh yeah we're in all going miami. to ariel's wedding in miami i'm very excited for that so much exciting stuff coming up i felt like this way i felt this way last year also was when everyone was getting vaccinated around this time <laughs> or like in, within the next few months and then there were just like so many plans in the spring do you remember Yes. It was like very exciting. I love, I'm excited there for all so the upcoming plans. so many plans in the spring. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm really talk about the upcoming plans. What did I do? You were pregnant. You were so pregnant. maybe you had like less plans. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> or more plans. Oh yeah, more, more life plans. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so I'm excited. Um, After that, I don't know, anything else exciting happening? No. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. It's You're your going, birthday. Are you going away? Um, yeah, I'm going back to Florida. I'm taking my daughter for the first time. On a plane? On a plane. We're going to visit my dad and we're going to go crazy. Wow. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. So I'm excited to do that too. Mila doesn't even know what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to be out in the sun with appropriate amount of sunscreen and <laughs> and headwear. <laughs> to be great. Little baby head, little baby sun headwear, so cute. Babies at the beach, babies in the like after the bath when they're in a really cute like babies in a bath, in a little bath towel. towel. Yeah, yes, that is like why I think like I could have a baby. <laughs> that like moment. We met our friend's baby yesterday. She's a listener of this podcast, so she met Mila the other day too. She told us, yes. Oh, yes. They had um. They looked at each other. <laughs> Is that how it goes with like baby playdates? You just like take yeah, the baby and like, you put them like you put them like close yeah. to each, each other physically proximity. and then see what happens at that yes, age when they don't literally. do anything. Yeah, basically. what are they supposed to do? Like they just kind of yeah. Also, the day of the day of um my birthday party, we have a baby party in the morning, so it's going to be a really busy day. <laughs> yeah, you're the really, after party. You're the after party. Yeah. To the children's party. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Should we talk about pop culture? Yeah, we should. Let's talk about Britney. Sammy, you're the Britney expert. What's going on with Britney Spears? Um, she signed a book deal for $15 million um, to mention it all, basically. Yeah. And um, last se- separate from this, but also I think re- really exciting is that she was invited to speak to Congress last week on her conservatorship because they want to pass laws that prevent these sort of situations with conservatorships being, you know, taken advantage of. Like in that movie? Yeah. Oh, that was a great What movie. was what the movie, movie called? You, I care a lot. Yes, I care a lot. Was that movie? on? It was with, it was uh, with Roseman Pike. Pike. Oh yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Oh Netflix. Okay, good for Netflix. Coming back from its Ravenclaw <laughs> status. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we? We're the Sorting Hat of all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we are. are. I, mean, I think we are. Slytherin. <laughs> peacock. No. <laughs> no. Peacock is. Well, Slytherin. I would say is HBO Max because it's like dark. You don't think? No, it's Gryffindor. It be, it like, it's Gryffindor because it's like it's, it's inherently good, but it has some dark undertones. But like so does Harry Potter. That's Gryffindor. Well, have you either of you read the books? Can I ask? Yeah. I read the first four-ish. Yeah, I read the half. books. Not you all, read of, all them. of them. Oh. No. Okay. Right. Okay, Sammy. Okay. <laughs> have you yeah, like, even so, read the books? Have you ever even dressed up as Harry Potter and gone to the bookstore in the middle of the night? Like, have you ever done that? Have you gone to the midnight showing of the Sorcerer's Stone dressed you, in full wizardry garb? Do you even have your no, own you wand? Fucking Hermione over here. I don't need to say- uh, have you read the books? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just saying because it helps you understand the nuances of the houses. You whatever. literally just go, okay. <laughs> uh, pretentious Potter head. Over here. <laughs> That's a really good one. It was a very Hermione like thing to yeah. say. So Hermione. It was. Sorry, my inner Hermione comes out when um you know we're talking about Harry Potter. In this situation, who would be Harry? Um, what was J.K. Rowling's book deal size? Speaking of uh Originally, huge book deals. probably pretty small. But, but like then, by the seventh one, I'm sure it was is that the biggest one? Because I feel like it's been bigger than our first book deal. What's bigger? Britney's <laughs> Britney's book deal or <laughs> No, definitely Britney's book deal is bigger than J.K. Rowling because yeah. Obama's the only book deal that's bigger than than Britney. Michelle oh. Obama yeah. or Barack Obama. Sean has just informed us that the Obamas got $60 million for a combined book deal. So I would say they each got about double what Britney's getting. Maybe Britney and the Obamas can team up to get like a triple book deal. For- <laughs> and Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> or really Oprah and Britney. Sit down. That needs to happen. Oh, definitely. I'm sure Probably it's going to happen when her book comes the out. Book. Yeah. You know what I wonder? What is that ghostwriter going to make of Britney's, Britney's story? I mean, obviously she's using a ghostwriter. No, no. Of it's course. Not like a, it's not a, an offensive thing to say. But like, 
imagine having to just based on her captions like imagine having to parse through like britney's stories about things yeah <laughs> that's gonna be i mean i'm probably not gonna read it but i want sammy can you because you definitely will read it. it as you know as you just said you read the book um yeah. <laughs> so you read it and then give us a summary a high little summary when it comes you even read okay <laughs> how many sandwiches how many have you made I'm gonna read it. Don't worry. I'm waiting for it. As soon as it, it's out, I'm I'm here. I'm excited. I think we should skip to Julia Hart because I feel like that is the next most interesting thing going on. Agreed. So Julia Hart, let's talk about what's going on. It seems like her life is falling apart. And to give for those of you guys who don't know, the star of Netflix's My Unorthodox Life reality series, which is she's known for basically like leaving the Orthodox community, and then she has this reality show where she is the CEO of Elite world group which seems like a very difficult job to get but she's also married to like the owner yeah, um that's how, but then that's how. now she's both getting divorced and been ousted from the company and i think she's suing the company or the company's suing her i think it's like they sued her and then she sued back she like allegedly like pulled out like so much money when she knew she was gonna go or something from the company apparently there's mm-hmm. all this stuff about like years and years of spending for her personal things like getting a boot job in the company's money like she's the top spender for Louis Vuitton globally on the company's money. Allegedly, that's like what the article is saying. Literally like her the most lavish, lavish vacations. I think all of the stuff you saw on My Unorthodox Life right. and like the Hamptons house and like those vacations and the planes, like I'm pretty sure what they were trying to communicate was that all or most of that was allegedly charged to Elite World Group where she was the CEO because her husband is the owner and that this had been sort of like happening for years. And then there's the component where she was just like a nightmare to work with and she would like call her employees at crazy hours so that they could change a reservation in a foreign country, even though she could have just asked the hotel to do it. She would freak out when she didn't have certain things. Does this change? Like, because we talked about this show back when. I feel like not. I mean, they're filming now. They're filming now? Yeah, they were filming when they Is this part of fired. the script? Is this part of like the PR hype for like I, the new season? Or do you think this is all real? I think it's real. I think it's both almost a result of the show and also providing fodder for the show. Not because they care. Like Elite doesn't care if the show's good. But it does happen to provide fodder for the show. And if, if, if I'm elite, I'm like, I want everyone to know I'm firing her because of how she acts. Right. She makes the company look a little ridiculous also just by hiring I, all of yeah. her own children. I think so. I think she makes the company look sort of like a joke. Like she's... She does even her like office decor. <laughs> right. She hires only her children who don't have any skills at all and no like college degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, and then seems to be spending an absurd amount of money even on the show. Like, I think she makes, it's funny, I feel like I'd be hesitant to sign with that company after seeing that show. I'm reading the page six article. Because of her mismanagement from 2018 to 2021, their profit declined from $6 million to negative $10.4 million. Oh, wow. Alleged. No, and her amount, even the amount of profit they had, like $6 million, is, is not enough to justify her. The planes? Spend, the private planes? The planes, the, planes, the, the, blades, the Louis the yeah. She started a whole clothing line that failed. 
I would prefer over season two to have a documentary of how they managed to finagle this whole season one thing. Like, I want a whole what, documentary like, what, on her. Yeah, like what was really going on mm-hmm. as opposed to like what she's sh- the sort of glossed over version of what she's showing you. Like, I want a documentary with like the real story. And her daughter also got divorced since yes. last season too. So that um, flash mob did not work. <laughs> Clearly. She's been going yeah. intensely clubbing, I've seen. Yeah, totally. Uh. Okay, honestly, I think if you sort of read between the lines of all of this, like, and really follow her life, more interesting is, I think, is how she actually got to this point. That's what I'm saying. I'm more like, oh, like, how, like, what is the, because we have her Netflix version of the story. I want, like, the real story of, like, how she started out, what she actually did to get this job. Yeah. And this Netflix show, like, the real story of how she, like, it almost seems like 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 a scam in itself. Guess who's making NFTs? <laughs> Miriam. <laughs> Shut of up. Course. Oh my, yeah. What are it's her, her NFTs? It's in her bio. It's in her bio. She would. She's exactly the person who would do that. I mean, every member of their family is annoying in their own way. I like Bacheva. Um, but she's annoying. Uh, she's also annoying. But you I don't, don't care. I still like her. Lots of people are annoying, but I still can like appreciate them. I still, en- I for whatever reason, still enjoy her. I like Aron. <laughs> you mean the, the, the 15 year old 12 year old like because he's just like so into he his stays- Torah study that I find it like okay he doesn't even care yeah he, like, he doesn't he doesn't even care he's just like he's like and this is what the Talmud says when they're like <laughs> yeah he's what almost makes it seem more real because he's not like changing. He is, he's not he's yeah. not buying into any of it he's just continuing on with his Torah study well I, I mean who would have thought our own would be the our breakout own. store of my unorthodox life <laughs> he's the Harry Potter <laughs> I mean maybe he's more of like a Neville Longbottom is what I would argue <laughs> Just as a side note, I think that we should start an Instagram account called Pretentious Potter. <laughs> and that- Sammy runs it with just like super pretentious like Harry Potter memes. <laughs> I couldn't do enough Harry Potter like it. it would just have to be general pretentious comments. I think he's more of a ne- Neville Longbottom. <laughs> <laughs> people who read the book and people who only see the movies. <laughs> We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with Base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash betches 
Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Should we do a quick TV roundup? Okay, what are you watching? I'm watching Gilded Age and Real Housewives and Euphoria. Anything else? Summer House. Oh, Summer, and Summer House. House. Let's talk about Summer House. It was a cringy episode. Okay. To say yes. the least. Jordana's winding up for a take, I can see. Well, I just talked about it on, on, um, she, on Mention Mental. It All. Yeah. I felt watching it, I felt like a secondary cringe for Amanda and Kyle watching it back. Like it wasn't even like I felt cringy for them in the moment. I felt them like watching this and be like, Ooh, I didn't just do that. Like, especially Amanda kind of treating Kyle like was a little bebe. Him. She like was, and she was treating him like a kid. And like, she was like, you, we don't do that, Kyle. <laughs> like yeah. things like that. And, you know, those things, you know, you could like see yourself. I think you could stop. But um, I mean, the way it, he was like imitating her and like complaining Kyle, about Kyle, her was so <laughs> the editing was particularly um, yeah. bad. I mean, I think Kyle Stye was the star of the show yeah, of, of this episode because it was sort of like the physical manifestation of like his stress the, of the stress going on <laughs> in like his whole life with the business and the relationship and the whole thing. It was like. A physical... It's so much grosser when you describe it that way. I mean, was it not? It was like it's yeah, so, so, yeah. like, to go to lunch. <laughs> She's like yeah. the sties in full form. Oh they meet God. with the planner. Um, also, the list of things they have to do for the wedding is completely typical and not that weird. And like they made it seem. I think they made it with like a little like like graphic image next to it. They made it seem like it was like a lot of shit, but it's like very standard two months before your wedding stuff. And they made like the they're like the invitations. They had like every single aspect of the invitation thing in there it was like lick the envelope put the thing in the envelope put the put the paper in the envelope so it's like not they made it into six steps it's like one step and it wasn't it's not that hard right. well i think they were just trying to make the point more that like she was dragging her feet and he was kind of giving up and frustrated by it and felt busy with work and it's really just more of the fact that they weren't excited about it and it, they don't seem like they was, like each other no they they don't i think that they don't like the, each other at this moment I yeah. really think that they do love each other. I think they're probably in this moment really not feeling each other 
they're annoyed with each other. There's tension. They're stressed about the wedding planning. The the wedding has become only this like whirlwind of stress and nothing about the actual celebration of what they're like doing. And I'm sure the business is like putting on extra stress. The fact that they work together is not great because like then they, Kyle sees Amanda as like, not pulling her weight, which is another whole right. thing. They have like coworker problems and relationship problems. Problems, exactly. So I think I think that they like I again I believe in them. <laughs> I think that they can work through their issues. Um, but I think at this moment, like Kyle said, like the only thing that we have in common currently is the business. He said currently. But what what else will they or would they have in common? Whatever they had in common before. Which was the business. Or summer no, house. No, 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 no. We saw them start dating. She was hooking up with him in season one. And then yes. they started dating and they were like fun together. But they also would fight when drunk and he cheated on her. So I don't really know what they had in common other than maybe sort of like com- like kind of coexisting lifestyles that but the, bonded right. And them. their relationship progressed with the show. As the show became yeah. more popular, their their relationship right. got more serious. And I think that... You can't fully untangle them from each other. They're not like their own. It's not like they were together before the show fully. And they had this whole like pre-existing relationship having nothing to do with Loverboy or the show. Like both of them, they're sort of like their relationship got deeper as Loverboy got to be like more of a business and as the show got more popular. So like right. it's extremely entangled in every, I don't think you can separate any aspect of it from the other aspect. I actually can't really even think of what they have. They never really made anything that apparent about what they do have in common. I think it's just like the intangible stuff, like maybe values besides like get one get it gets wasted. But like I think like it's maybe the stuff that you don't see is what they have in common. The stuff that you do see is like the obvious shit, which is for the show. You right. know what I mean? Like they're not going to show them like doing hobbies together. But no, but it would no. But for example, like when he talks about like. um when he talks about how he likes to like go out and stuff, like she doesn't even like to to do that at all. He doesn't. I, I, I don't know. You never does. really see. I think she I does, think- but she. Um, what it seems like is that she just gets like so, um, like defensive or on edge when he gets too drunk and so now it's like no longer enjoyable to drink with him she gets like scared about how much he drinks or what he'll do when she he drinks but it looks like she does yeah, like to have fun. fun yeah she does well i think that's i think if you talk about like what fun. she lo- what do they like about each other i think that's what she likes about him he is fun he brings out probably a more fun side of her than yeah you know maybe without that but it's kind of like can that is that one quality going to sustain a marriage? Unclear. I think it's kind of like they haven't really, again, and I, I feel like I, I said this before, like they haven't fully like really gone into their actual issues. They're always kind of like brushed over. Like even that apology when he like was crying when he apologized was not like a, it wasn't, it was kind of just like I feel bad and then she's like, oh, okay, like he feels bad. But it was never like followed by like and these are the actionable steps I'm going to take to like make sure that this doesn't happen again. Right. Like, was I, mean, like I, I was stressed I, this happened. I'm sorry it happened. Right. And he's 40. So he should be like have a little bit more practice taking accountability. But Aileen, I agree with you that there is sort of like an intangible feeling that makes you want to root for them. Like a certain chemistry that 
still exists or that you can see could exist and you like I don't know you can kind of just tell you could tell they love each other yeah right so in that way I'm rooting for them but to Jordana's point like they never really change or mature in a substantial way no. that makes it there's nothing to like root for or to give you like that much hope other than chemistry. Yeah. They like even the exchange of like the day after when he was drunk and she was like on edge and he just comes to her and he's like are you just thinking about how obsessed with me you are? Like that like really pained me because and she was like, no, I'm thinking about how like you just won't stop drinking <laughs> like something like right. that. And like that exchange could have been done so much different. Like, hey, did I hurt you yesterday? Or are you thinking about how like if he comes at like he's embarrassed and right. he doesn't want to talk about it and she's like, why isn't he bringing it up? I'm upset. And nobody says any of that and they just communicate passive aggressively and it's fucked. But clearly yeah. if that like is all like. But they went to therapy. Yeah. And it obviously therapy works when you're not on television. Right. That's a good you know, point. Like I think also like when you're just on edge and he is continuously drinking. But I don't know if he would drink that much if they weren't on TV. Um, He seems like a guy who likes he to likes- go out to go out he likes to drink but like he won't acknowledge what he think what's annoying is that he won't acknowledge the fact that like or no one will acknowledge the fact that i guess manda will but when he drank last time he got so drunk that he cheated on her and he didn't remember and that is amanda's fear and he won't acknowledge like the role that his drinking plays in the fact that that is continuing to be her fear he does no sense of like i'm gonna do this less because this is clearly something that like is a problem in our relationship. There's no, there's no ever suggestion that he drinks less. But, but that's what end. I'm saying is that I think though maybe they worked through it in therapy. Like the whole point is like maybe he's is he not supposed to drink less? Maybe she's supposed to trust him that he's not going to do it again. But why would she trust him? He didn't remember doing it. So he says. So why would she be like, okay, like here's what happened in the past. You got so drunk, you didn't remember cheating on me. So you're going to continue to get so drunk, and I'm not sure. And like. So how is he going to guarantee that he's not going to cheat on her? He's saying, I'm not going to change my drinking habits. Why wouldn't that fear still be there? Not only that, but he has never, like, shown any real intention to change. And even when he sort of regrets his, quote unquote, regrets his behavior, blacking out, it's really more about how, like, he doesn't want to make Amanda mad rather than, like, fuck, I fucked up with my monogamous relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't know. I just don't understand how they haven't in therapy gone over like the root of the issue in this sure particular scenario. I'm sure they have. He doesn't acknowledge it though. Like I think it's so weird that he's like on TV. I'm not going to drink less. Basically. I think they do it like on Watch What Happens Live. Like I think I think that they just don't do it on the show or they don't they edit it out in the show. No, I I don't know. I, don't know I thought why. When, like I actually thought watching Watch What Happens Live was bad news for the way I perceive them. I thought he this was This week I didn't see it. What happened? No, 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 no. Like when they were on, when she oh, okay. was on and he was in the audience. Oh, okay. Um I just I felt that they were really that was it not kind of just that felt like swept under the rug. It felt like she had talking points about their relationship and ha- was trying to almost like partly convince herself that those things were real and he yes and when andy would sort of confront her about him kyle i think was sitting in the audience looking like he was like furious and there was 
again, the real issue is that there's no sort of like we're trying to do better or Kyle is changing. Well, she's like, we are changing on working. Right. There's no like we're trying to change X, Y, you know, fundamental thing. And I just think in four years, we've never seen them really change anything. We've only seen them sort of grow more deeply into the dynamic that they've started with. Um, Because, you know, she started as like, quote unquote, like, you know, a hookup, a late night hookup. And now she's sort of the married equivalent of that. Right. I just don't understand why Kyle would embarrass her on national television by telling, by like talking to Danielle about like how they're anything common and then literally mocking her voice. Exactly. Like, you know you're being filmed. Why would you do that? Wait, which part? When did he do it? Kyle. When he was Kyle. 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 (laughs) He was imitating her. And just being like, she's, she, he called her like a bitch. Like, he's like, like, she called her annoying. You're so annoying. It's like, you know, you're not drunk now. You're sober now. You know they're being filmed. He's drunk since they got there. Oh my God, the funniest is when Luke is going off about all the things that you can buy make with $200,000. Like all of the like landscaping masonry you can do, which is yeah. true. You could do a lot to a yeah. backyard with $200,000. Ugh, anyway, the show is... um, It's good. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what happens. I mean, they're getting um, married. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they get married. I'm sure, but I'm, I feel like there will be, obviously there will be some sort of resolution, but will it be real? My prediction is that they're going to fight up until the wedding, and they clearly are fighting like after, because she kind of said that on Watch What Happens Live, and I think that probably the way they're going to frame the wedding in the finale is that it's going to be like, they're going to show scenes. They're going to, it's going to be like, crazy right up until it happens and then they're going to show scenes at the wedding and they're going to be so happy and they're going to play the like orchestral happy music and then they're going to flash the end of the season and the side thing where it says like it catches you up on like what's happening it'll be like amanda and kyle are like you know happily married now and working through their issues and continuing to like do xyz lover boy is I don't know, still $4 million in debt. Who the fuck knows? You know, it's... (laughs) Do they do those for this? I don't even know. Yeah, they do, I think. Oh. I thought that's just for Housewives. Are you sure? They They definitely have a wrap-up at the end with a voiceover. They have a last... No, because last time they they have like a last episode, but they don't do like, here's where they are now. They don't Don't only do that for Housewives. No, they only... Maybe they have, maybe they have like the person speaking to the camera, but they don't have like the yeah, par- little paragraph that like is written in the third person that the person no, clearly right. wrote. But there's reunions, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, they didn't even film the reunion yet. Excited. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Betches20. 
Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code Betches20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's and use code Betches20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Did you guys watch Marry Me on J- on <laughs> the no, movie Marry Me? I'll try though. With no, J-Lo. was it? I feel like it looked okay, really like, bad. I was, was it bad? Re- I was really excited to see it. I watched it when it came out on Peacock. I don't know why. I was just like really looking forward to a rom-com. There hasn't been one in a really long time. It was like... <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> no, it was terrible. But it was also like funny because it was like Owen Wilson and J-Lo. And you do not want them to have sex. No, not at all. <laughs> like, you don't right. want them at don't all want to have sex. sexual and chemistry. to me, when I was watching it, I felt like they tried to make Matthew McConaughey happen yes. with a different actor <laughs> yeah. because, like, you want, like, The Wedding Planner is the is an iconic J-Lo rom-com and she and Matthew McConaughey have amazing chemistry, but I don't think Matthew McConaughey wants to do rom-coms anymore, right? So mm-hmm. they were like, who does? <laughs> <laughs> who sort of looks like him and the Owen Wilson it was funny they were strategically not like it was kind of awkward like one the, the night that they hook up like he was like I'm about to have the best night of my life and then they make out and like you don't see them at all doing anything any sensual or anything because nobody wants to see that yeah, <laughs> you right. see them it kiss. weirdly it, same when you said they hook up I'm like eh. that right? is weirdly like two pretty you know good looking objectively good looking people like you're really something about it is like almost the like a magnet no, Owen Wilson is not other. that good looking anymore he could but be. The, the funny thing though I was the whole time when I was watching this movie I was like this movie would not work reverse like an average looking woman <laughs> who's yeah. a teacher 
<laughs> with this like hot as fuck superstar man like and you're you would that this movie would never happen this totally. way totally sean just told us that army hammer was actually supposed to have the role of owen wilson it's owen that right is, now, okay that mm-hmm. is in, that makes sense army hammer is in a track like sorry sorry that owen been, that would have been better <laughs> chemistry like owen wilson is great he was great in like um loki <laughs> is he supposed to be like he's a, a little too goofy like he's a, a fanboy in the audience i can't see army hammer no i believe owen wilson is like sort of a fan no he wasn't a fan he okay, wasn't a fan his daughter was a fan and sarah silverman is like his teacher friend and they dragged that him to the show and she like made him hold a sign that said marry me that he didn't like have okay and they made him like less of a loser then he, he's than, not a loser the trailer like, portrays <laughs> he's not a loser in the show like he's just a guy who's a teacher and he's he's just like an average dude and okay. he's not a fan he doesn't like know or care who she is but it's just he's just owen wilson is the same person in like fucking wedding crashers minus crashing weddings and being like vince vaughn's friend like he's just the same they should have had ben affleck play him yeah <laughs> yeah i mean the premise of this movie is that she finds out that this guy that who she's engaged to is cheating on her who's played by maluma he's so hot <laughs> but he's a he's a um singer um but anyway and it's kind of like real life like hillary duff who's hillary duff he's a triple threat this guy that you're talking about no he's really attractive um he's not a good actor though (laughs) he wasn't acting particularly well threat (laughs) single single threat like no he's a a really good singer and all right i'll try to watch performer you're I don't know if it doesn't sound watch it. good. You're making it's not it sound good, like but worse. it's like fun to watch a rom com. Like <laughs> okay, there fine. hasn't been a good rom com in a really long time. Uh, was- well, you know, I want you back is out now on Amazon Prime and is a proud sponsor of of um, Betches. Okay, I'll, um, I'll and I actually really enjoyed that movie. I watched it this weekend. It was like yes, it was a fun. That is Jenny on Slate's very funny to do. Yeah, she's great. That. Who is it? Charlie Day. Yes. Yes, I want to see that um that and that's a rom-com okay that's yes. a great i'm gonna see that one what is there's not but before now what's the latest like rom-com there's nothing like bridesmaids like they need a new yeah. like Barb and star go to vista del mar not, i did not like i that. love that movie <laughs> i really and that's not a rom-com that's no it's just not a comedy. but it is like a silly well, is bridesmaids bridesmaids a rom-com, a rom-com or just a comedy no it's, more it's just, just a, comedy. a comedy yeah i mean it is a it is it is a they romantic a, comedy a really good comedy um, like what's a really been. good comedy just plain straight comedy the prince on hbo max no, no like, like that's a, a tv movie. show i mean like a movie yeah. like what the, there what's hasn't the funniest been. movie you've seen in like a long time the big short like there really are it's not funny i it, it is, is fun. funny. Very funny jordana it's not a comedy though. <laughs> but it's not a like a laugh out loud comedy honestly like i don't think i've laughed at a movie like that in a really long time what everyone is just like silently loling in their head like that's yeah. funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> T- um, i mean tv shows there are like really i'm tiktoks are the new comedies yeah comedy specials i'll laugh you know i laugh at a lot of comedy specials but no, no really though, like what is the latest the last comedy like barb and star i did not find funny whatsoever i did yeah we're really in need of like a where is judd apatow wait speaking of him can we just quickly talk about lexi's Maud. play yes euphoria okay. Okay, what do you think of her play? 
I don't really think it's realistic that that play would get produced. Okay, everyone's talking. Okay, everyone's talking about how unrealistic the play is. Where are the administrators? Obviously, it's unrealistic. But the point is for us to enjoy, not for it to be like rational. I right. thought it was um, very enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that whole show is sort of like I like it, but it's also like a whirlwind, stressful thing where I'm not sure what's like a manic dream and what's like a a real life thing. It's very like anxiety ridden. I totally agree. It's very anxiety ridden. I am anxious to see what Cassie is going to do next week. Um, she is on her a downward spiral. Yeah, this episode felt like a parody. It did feel good to have Rue just sort of sitting there in one place. That you know she was yeah not and doing she, any reactions were great yeah yeah she and, got and, to just be calm and Lexi was funny the mm-hmm. way that she was like commanding like the theater she said she was just basing it off herself in high school like the way yes she acted. I I watched that which is really that's also really funny yeah I mean I liked it the, obviously the last scene was ridiculous and we were just, I was watching with Rusty we're like could this could never this is in high school. <laughs> Like they would just never. If you don't know the full backstory of like Euphoria and all the characters, this wouldn't be that entertaining of a show at, at all. all. It wouldn't entertaining. be. An, you'd be like, oh, there's a girl, and here's my friends, and here's random little songs about things that don't make any sense. Okay, but imagine if you knew the gossip. Imagine if this was about like people in our grade, and you knew the gossip. It would be so good. It would be great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I if that were allowed, really that would, would be great. Yeah. It really, yeah. It would. might not make it to like the big screen though. Might not get picked up by the Hollywood. Okay, but this is again the people I feel like break down like the guidelines of reality with Euphoria in like a weird way. Like it's not supposed to be a realistic show, right? And that's the important thing to remember. But let's let's continue. Let's to be continued on this for next week um, because I think the next episode is supposed to be really big. So let's do that. All right, let's do it. So that's it for this week's At Betches podcast. You can follow me at Sammy. Follow me at Jordana Abraham. And I'm at Aileen. And guys, keep rating our show. We love it so much. And subscribe on Apple. Subscribe on Spotify. And you can DM us about what shows you want us to talk about. Or if you agree with our HBO um, sorting hat or our network sorting hat <laughs> opinions. <laughs> um, and if you disagree with our top threes, you know, I think it's all based on preference. And we'll talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.